man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. Alright, welcome back Regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone, number one show out there. Outdoor show out there. Hey, we're just sitting around. Uh, it's just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch but we call it home every sunday morning live on the radio and live across the internet wiring systems and uh 24 7 365 at the outdoor zone on all your favorite podcast platforms my name is tj graney in the bunkhouse with me is cody ryan yep beefsteak oh yeah and Road Rash, the ranch hand that gets here early, gets the gate open, puts foil on the old uh, wire coat hanger out front and and sparks up, stokes up the old pot belly stoves, pour some water over the old coffee grinds. Um, so thanks for being tuned in and thank you for sharing this podcast with all your friends out there. Um, we uh, So I was just thinking it'd be cool to do a show with full body armor on that would be miserable why would you why would we think do it'd that? be cool well where did know. that I even just... come from o- I... only if someone was shooting at you and we were testing it out oh, alive i don't want them shooting at me i just thought it'd be cool because i just like the gear mm-hmm. um something hey. else i like the gear i like more relevant to reality McBride's Guns, with the way society is pounding on our gun rights, it's imperative. We support our local gun shops, the ones we trust, with our constitutional rights. Yeah, that's McBride's Guns. They're Austin family-owned and operated local and full firearm service dealer. They've got a gunsmith on site to help you take care of any issues, like tightening your scope for beefsteak, all those issues they'll take care of right there in-house. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, see if they got what you need or if they can get it and when they can get it, 512-472-3532 or online, McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's Guns, yeah, they're our hometown gun shop. Hey, I was going to mention earlier in the show, I talked about Bradley Roy winning the first – major event that he's ever won he's been a professional and kind of stayed in the game he won rookie rookie of the year uh i think it was like 2008 i want to say so he's been in the game for a long time now fishing the major league fishing pro bass tour just won the first event of the year 
And I'm watching on his social media account uh, as he pulls back into his hometown of Lancaster, Kentucky. He's got a police escort and a bunch of folks downtown holding up signs as he drives through town congratulating him. And that is America. And that are the bass fishing fans of America. And I love it, man. It was just. I mean, police escort, police cars, their Come sirens on. on. Come on. In front and behind him. He drives through the middle of town, people cheering. That is the America I love. So, congratulations, Bradley Roy. Congratulations to Lancaster, Kentucky. I'm excited now even more to go to Kentucky uh, later speaking, this week. Speaking of freedom a, and, yeah. and all that that, that entails is I had a long conversation with a, um, a KOZ kids outdoor zone leader in Canada last night. And he got his wife, his wife and kids. Uh, his wife said, we have got to go stand on the overpass and watch the convoy go by with our kids, because this is an historic, historic moment in Canada's history and by golly we are going to be a part of it and we're going to go watch that and so they went and they watched the uh the trucker convoy go by and just so man I mean he was just telling me how how Canadians feel about it and how they feel about their current leadership and or, or lack of leadership in their country and it was just a beautiful 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 thing oh my goodness wow. gracious hey t boone pickens uh his paradise ranch in the texas panhandle just got 50 million dollars cheaper the asking price for the nearly sixty-five thousand acre ranch in texas panhandle once owned by the oil t tycoon t boone pickens has been reduced the ranch, which is 85, nor 85 miles northeast of Amarillo, is now listed for $170 million after a $50 million drop. Mesa Vista Ranch includes a massive lodge with more than 25,000 interior square feet, a 6,000-square-foot family house, a two-story gatehouse, a gun and hunting gear storage facility, a chapel, a 10,000-square-foot 10,000 square feet of porches and patio area. The property also includes a tennis court, small golf course, an airport, and 11,000 square foot kennel for hunting dogs. The hunting dogs are included in this. So you see, it's got an 11,500 square foot lake house, including a front door originally attached to Bing Crosby's home in Hollywood. <laughs> the ranch comes with rolling stock equipment, pickup trucks, hunting vehicles, farming equipment, furnishings, and 40 bird dogs. In the market for a smaller piece hand, uh, uh, of the Panhandle, Texas Panhandle Ranch, a 15,700 square foot portion of the east side of the ranch is also available as an option for $20 million. The 64,672-acre ranch was originally listed for $250 million in 2017. Pickens died in 2019 at age 91. He purchased the nearly 3,000 acres in Roberts County in 1971 and gradually purchased the surrounding 64,000. 
last year we last week we talked about the four sixes ranch and this is just another one of the huge ranches and land deals going down in texas when the old guy goes and the passion for what he's collected over the years is no longer a part of what the family views as well i was thinking i I was looking at it and going how much is the daily cost just to have this thing running I mean, just yeah, 40. that's that's an expense that none of us can afford, probably. I mean, right. well, even... I think the four sixes. I think the four sixes. It maybe it wasn't the four sixes, but one of the ones. But I think it was four sixes. They got all the minerals with it, so they had the mineral oil right cash flow to fund the operation itself. And a lot of them are working ranches already to some degree, but I'm not sure T Boone Pickens had a operate a uh, uh, ranch operation that I, i'm not sure how he operated his place so but i will tell you that <clears throat> excuse me he uh, i read i read a book on him or by him or from him or whatever yep. a year or two ago about t boone pickens yeah and this and a and a majority of it uh detailed the ranch as he was kind of building it throughout his career and where it came about and when it came about. And I thought it was interesting. You know, he got real big into the wind farm operation for many, many years Mm -hmm. and he would lease areas and, and, and put out the big wind farm, uh, you know, turbines and all that. And I thought it was funny that he would, he, even though he was in a, a prime area, to have wind farm turbines, he always said, I don't want that on my property. I don't want to look at that crap. <laughs> so he would he would only lease areas away outside of his farm area that uh, he couldn't see from anywhere on his farm was like so, his perimeter. So uh I've I've been in his office. I've seen I've seen his uh back in the day when he was still around. Um his philanthropy his giving is legendary oh yeah and so um he wasn't just some rich guy that had a bunch of stuff oh he was a rich guy and he had a bunch of stuff but he also gave away millions and millions probably one of the most generous givers that um that i've ever experienced or been around or heard of and um Ray Sasser, the former outdoor journalist for the Dallas Morning News, was a friend of mine, and he uh, introduced me and T Boone Pickens' team, and um, it was it was an incredible thing. So I was honored 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 to meet him, shake his hand, and uh, and you know be a part and of that. Another very generous thing is what ram truck month savings are doing at nile maxwell's well yeah hello uh for the best ram truck month savings without sticker scam at other dealerships come see the nile maxwell super center don't be fooled by some dealerships 
advertisements that show you a lower price and then put surprise aftermarket items on cars to increase the price of vehicle. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Aftermarket options are available to you and will never be added prior to the purchase of your vehicle without the aforementioned consent. The Nile Maxwell Supercenter sells more of the most awarded lineup of vehicles from FCA, that surge in J.D. Power's initial quality study that named Ram the number one brand in America. You have Nile Maxwell's promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal, and we'll beat it during Nile Maxwell's truck month, Ram Truck Month. 621 83 in Austin or online anytime at com. Peter, report up next. You don't want to miss it. It is the Outdoor Zone 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, Regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse for 24-7, 365 at your favorite podcast platform. Hey, uh, before Cody hits the road, before I hit the road, we always take our vehicles to a place where we know we can get it checked over and safely inspected. Or if we need our oil changed, if you need any of that stuff, you need a place you can trust Sun auto service, family owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978, each and every person that works at sun automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. They got locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway and Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Get all the details at sunautoservice.com, sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for this week's PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA report because we love animals too. They taste great. Here's a really good one for you. So culturally... Where do we get to dictate culturally whether you get to hunt, fish, eat meat, eat vegetables? Uh, I mean, where does where do we get to tell somebody else how they do it? And if somebody's been doing something culturally, if a culture, if a if a a, a country has been doing something for years, where do we get to step in and say, yeah, you can't do that? South Korea on Thursday said it'll launch a task force to consider outlawing dog meat consumption after the country's president offered to look on into ending the centuries-old practice. Restaurants that serve dog meat are dwindling in South Korea as younger people find dog meat a less appetizing dining, appetizing dining option and pets are growing in popularity. Recent surveys indicate more people oppose banning dog meat even if many don't eat it. In a statement, seven government officials, including the Agricultural Ministry, said they decided to launch the group 
group comprising 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 officials, civil experts, and people from related organizations to deliver recommendations on possibly outlawing dog meat consumption. It said authorities will gather information on dog farms, restaurants, and other facilities while examining public opinion. As the number of families with pet animals has risen rapidly and public interest in animal rights and welfare has grown in our country, there have been increasing voices saying that it's difficult now to see dog meat consumption as just traditional food culture. President Prime Minister Kim Bu Kim, the country's number two official, said ahead of the statement released, the government says the initiative, the first says the initiative, the first of its kind, doesn't necessarily guarantee the banning of dog meat. The joint statement noted that public awareness of basic right to eat prepared foods and animal rights issues are tangled in a complicated manner when it comes to dog meat consumption. So 1.1 to 1.5 million dogs are killed each year for food in South Korea. Decreased from several million 10 to 20 years ago, thousands of farmers currently raise a total of one to 2 million dogs for meat in South Korea. So it sounds to me that this is naturally kind of working its way out of, out of existence. So what's the point of spending the time, the resources, to ensure that this gets done quicker. I mean, it sounds like it's already naturally taking place as a non-popular activity. Dogs are consumed as food in North Korea, China, Vietnam, as well as South Korea. So who, who is it that's complaining the most uh, about something somebody already does? I mean, I don't, well, I just... wouldn't need a dog, you know, necessarily, unless it was what we call the survival you know, uh, time and you had to, Well, um, if you've ever been to any one of those countries, you've probably nibbled on a, uh, a poochie nugget. If you've been to Mexico, sort. you probably have dog tacos, uh, you know, along the border, right? It's gross. I don't want to think about any of it. I, it, it the reality is what that- kind of dogs are they? Well, if they're chihuahuas, it's fine. You just <laughs> boil them bad boys right on up. The coyotes seem to like them a lot. We had a it's we, probably not bad consumption. It's probably not a bad meat if you get the right dog breed. You know <laughs> what breeds are they? Well, I mean, you're gonna want you're not gonna want one that's like, you know, I, I don't think a bulldog would taste very good. But a fat well, lumpy. and they're not, and I'm sure they're not using. You know, scrap. You know, these are farmed, raised. farmed animals. So they raised like right. cattle or like. Hogs? Yeah, they raise them just like chickens, or they raise them just like. Probably pigs. look just like coyotes. They're probably just coyotes, right? No, they got to be pudgy. They got to have some meat on them. You know, I, I wonder. Know. I wonder if they do it like uh, with pigs. You castrate pigs so that they don't get the tough meat. You know. And I wonder if they do that with the dogs too. Well, everybody would be a very long, wouldn't be a very good breeding uh, (laughs) farm if that was the case. Well, you have breeders. Very good. You'd be out of business pretty quick. No, you have breeders. They don't breed every, every 
male and every female they don't just let them you know have at it make babies so we can continue to populate i'm sure they have their studs and their studettes right right you got that charge big, of that giant here we go road hog. rash road rash found us that great dane st bernard's uh rottweilers and tibetan mastiffs are the meat dogs sold in asian countries oh man they're doing the big dogs mastiffs well, that have you ever sense. seen them they're like a wolf dog yeah that's probably uh so oh, when we man. were out when we were out hunting Not a good yesterday yesterday uh friday no friday mrs graney wanted to go hunt and so we we're out hunting some uh on a friend's ranch and we walked up to the stand where we were going to sit and it was there was pigs everywhere big ones little ones they had some little teeny tiny ones i mean like if yeah, they those were piglets what did yeah, you they shoot? were teeny tiny little piglets did you yeah. put and, any uh, meat in the you freezer you know what happened though is and i said oh man we need to shoot a pig we need you need to kill some of these pigs there's too many this the, the ranch owner is going to be so happy but you know what messed her up was seeing the piglets running around jumping and hopping and playing with each other and mm. well remember she only like, knew that oh, one one of those sows can produce like i know she knows 30 40 of them in but it was seeing in nine months seeing that and so when and it's kind of like this you know you you have a pet dog you can't imagine ever eating that dog right and right. in korea they didn't have dogs as pets apparently yeah. they were a food source they're like a chicken running around in the yard well you wouldn't eat those like, either think, think of india you know a lot of people as they say they're starving but there's cows walking everywhere hmm. great lake gray wolves are back under federal protection amid michigan's ongoing talks on how to manage them talks that promise to revisit debate on hunting the top predator species a federal judge in california this week ordered safeguards under the u.s endangered species act to return to wolves across much of the nation reversing their removal from the list in the waning days of the trump administration the change federal status of wolves comes while state wildlife regulators are in the midst of updating michigan's playbook for overseeing the species once responsibly shift uh once the uh, responsibility shifted to the states you know there's so, a great there's a great podcast by some of the guys from meat eater that peeled off and did a I mean, some of those guys worked for the governors and they were on some of the committees that started the, um, the delisting for yeah. the wolves in that area and some great science behind it. These, you know, and it's, again, it's turned into this, well, we don't like it. And so we don't want to allow it. One of the, it, it made me feel so good. I was actually listening to the meat eater podcast a week or two ago and I had had for our show topic that we never made it to one of our one of our pieces was about the wolves and the yellowstone wolves that had been yep. uh shot or they kept but my deal was the comment that i had was why do they keep calling these yellowstone wolves they weren't shot in yellowstone national park they were harvested on ranches around yellowstone national park so these aren't 
quote-unquote Yellowstone wolves. These are wild wolves that are often seen in Yellowstone. But didn't and it they, just drove they, me crazy that they had this label that they were an owned entity of the Yellowstone National, you know, forest yeah. or whatever. And that's not the reality. And they made that same comment on the Mediator podcast, and it just, you know, confirmed my theory that they claim these animals when it's beneficial to themselves to use them as a claimed animal, but yet. I can't own a white-tailed deer in the state of Texas, right? That's not my property. I don't own it. The state always owns the white-tailed deer in Texas. You know what I mean? So, anyway, it's just it's an ongoing debate, and there's some that they're winning right now. There are some that we are losing as outdoorsmen and women right now, and we got to be careful about it. So, uh, that's my spiel. (laughs) That's Tell good me about word. Shore, Shore Raw Barn Grill. Hey, Shore Raw Barn Grill today. You got your Sunday jam session uh, tonight, six to nine. They have uh, the jazz ensemble today during the day. What a wonderful day to go over there and enjoy their brunch. Uh, Monday night jazz, 30s jazz swing night for february 14th so i don't know if there's a, another table available for that but what a great date night a jazz swing night with your with your bride with your your, your favorite other uh your lady um man beautiful and nothing's better than the food over at shore raw bar and grill it's the hottest newest restaurant in austin um, don't miss their fabulous desserts. Their oyster selection is like no other place I've ever experienced. All flown in fresh weekly and handpicked by owners Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder. They want you to come enjoy Shore Raw Barn Grill located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyano Kill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill, shoreatx.com for more. Shoreatx.com for more. Coming up next, you've got your Armed Citizen Report. You don't want to miss it. It is the Outdoor Zone, and we are live at the farm and the bunkhouse all over the place. You get it only one place, 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Hi, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Ditch the fast talk and the sticker scam and shop our truck month savings at Nile Maxwell GMC, where the price you see is the price you'll pay. Don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price and put surprise aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Another term you'll see is market adjustment pricing. Well, that just doesn't happen at Nile Maxwell GMC. Truckloads of new 2022 GMCs are showing up every day during truck month, and you can shop their entire lineup of 2022 GMCs from any maker model at NileMaxwellGMC.com. But the best way to see their inventory before they're gone is right there in Round Rock. Go visit 
Tom Gammon and his team are professional grade experts who will take first class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle is just the beginning of the relationship, not the end. Niall Maxwell GMC. Exit 256 in Round Rock or online NiallMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details. And as always, you'll still have Niall's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal and we'll beat it. We are professional grade. All right. Now it's time for your armed citizen report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Uh, an intruder armed with AR-15 rifle apologizes and left 200 for homeowners after breaking in to eat shrimp and have a bath. A polite intruder gave $200 to the owners of a New Mexico home as reimbursement for the window he broke when forcing his way in, according to a Santa, Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office. The man, later identifies 30-year-old Terrell Christensen, slept, drank beer, ate shrimp, and bathed inside the Santa Fe property last Sunday morning. Police said uh, when the homeowners returned to the property in the afternoon, they found a rocking chair broken sitting on the ground. They found a small bowl of porridge that was eaten and they found a bed that was messed up. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Someone's going off yes. script. When the home, <laughs> it you guys like a few minutes, when the homeowners returned to the property in the afternoon, the media outlet added that they found Christensen in their house with a duffel bag and an AR 15. The homeowners reportedly told police the suspect burglary was extremely embarrassed and apologetic before Christian vacated the property. The Albuquerque journal reported that he placed $200 on a living room chair as a reimbursement for the window. He broke, he then picked up his gun and bag and left <laughs> the Santa Fe Mexican reported that police found Christensen on Monday near a fast food restaurant after responding to a report of a man attempting to hijack a car in custody. He told investigators he felt bad about breaking the window in the house. Uh, Christensen was booked in the county jail for aggravated charges. Uh, so the interesting thing I thought about that was one is he was fully armed and he was there inside their house. When those people walked in, he was obviously, how do you go from being apologetic to carjacking the next day? I don't get that part of it. Um, but he's lucky he didn't get shot. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Exactly. You know, that the homeowner didn't walk in and go, what the, oh, you got to. Kind of sounds like he was in a state where that wouldn't have bothered him so much. It's a desperate fella right there in a lot of ways. I think there's a little, well, it's, it is illness, the classic, but... uh, Goldilocks story, right? You think you went around an article each bed? <laughs> that made me think of you beefsteak. I was so excited to read you just the first couple paragraphs. If I can do that. Sure. I'll let you. Okay. Uh, the, the article, uh, wrote by Larry case from the register Herald, uh, just came out this week and it says how to be a better hunting buddy. Have you read this one yet? Aww. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. 
I'd love to hear it. You have? You've read it? I would like to hear the crossovers, why you think that this reminds you of me. Well, the first paragraph, as soon as he started one of his long-winded, boring (laughs) stories, he slowed the truck down and he wobbled along at a snail's pace. That's just the first sentence. (laughs) Was he he driving a suburban? (laughs) We were going hunting. We needed to get down the road. Time and the turkeys would not wait for us. I gritted my teeth and tried to endure his driving and the monologue. Since I had nothing better to do than grind off a layer of enamel from my chompers, I decided to go over my honey's but my hunting buddy's long list of shortcomings. I impaled him with a cynical stare and pretended to listen to his tale. Listening to this guy's legion of a faults, legion of faults was going to take some time. I tuned his tedious narrative into the background, and something occurred to me. In noting my partner's many sins in the field, I might come up with a list of ways to be a better hunting buddy. I allowed myself a self-righteous smile and started compiling the list while he continued to talk. So... I'm there you go. I just thought this. it was a. I'm staying out of this. I just thought it was a great uh, beginning to the story and one that I could relate. You know, in so many ways. The um, yeah, there, there's people that ask me to pass time and tell stories. So I don't know what you're talking about on a long journey. <laughs> where our trip to Mexico wasn't like that, was it, Beef? Well, you tell you tell Cody that. You know, we didn't turn no, on the radio once. Good, didn't need we had a to. Good run. You well, I got a list ready. of those texts as he was sitting passenger seat to you. You're like, OMG, we true. aren't even to the border yet. And we're already talking about dog tacos or something like that. Right. Oh my gosh. So, but there's, you know, there, you go to hunt camp and inevitably you're on a beef, you're on a deer lease. You know, we've all been on those hunting trips where, I, I guess the one that the thing that bothers me the most being a non drinker, somebody who doesn't drink, what bothers me the most is when the guys get to that point after they've had some adult beverages, then it's like, yeah, I got nothing in common with you. I don't think you're funny and your foul mouth does nothing for me. So I've got, I, I travel with one buddy that'll tell it like it is, you know, in certain situations and it's kind of nice. He does it in a nice way, but it's kind of nice that I don't have to, uh, it, we stayed with this past week, um, you know, a couple other fishermen and I, I was asked, uh, to stay in this house. This guy owned down at Sam Rayburn, fantastic house. And, you know, very blessed to have that place to go and, and stay, um, one of the guys that that came said hey i'm a snore so just <laughs> fyi where do i need to go and i and we my buddy and i that i travel with both and him and i both said holy cow like you are the guy even though you snore you just came out and said it you got it out front so we can prepare for that and then how to, you know, where to put you and all that kind of stuff or where we need to go and all that kind of stuff. That's the guy. I'd still travel with him just because he's straight up and says, Look, so I, that is so freaking good because you get yeah. those guys that just like, 
They don't care. They go in there and like, oh, yeah, sorry, freight train, you know. And we went, Beef and I, when we went when we went to Mexico quail hunting a couple months ago, I walked into the room I was staying in, or we both walked into the room, right? And, and, the, and the, yeah. one of the guys in there said, this is a no snoring room. So if you snore, go grab one of the other bunk rooms. And and beef ended up going like okay I kind of I kind of snore a little bit and ended up bunking in a room with the, with, with the, the cook. cook yeah with the cook <laughs> it was pretty hey what's I wrong mean, with it that was pretty cool I learned it was so that much same thing it was just honoring the others around you and you know and it's that whole foul mouth thing and the drinking thing and like you do you but I ain't hanging out in that I'm you know doesn't do anything for me I tell you what does. Though, if you're out on that ranch and you're looking around, there's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have the safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. Cody Ryan and I both so believe in this. It's from handling equipment to ranching equipment, fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas. We're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today at farmranchstore.com. Our suppliers' products come from the leading manufacturers and suppliers such as Prefert, Powder River, WW Manufacturing, all of whom are trusted names in the industry. You can also get their great hog hog uh, hog traps uh, and more. You get all that stuff. If you're a landowner, you need to be shopping at FarmRantStore.com. FarmRantStore.com, well, that's where the landowner goes to get the work done. Coming up next, we'll close this whole thing out with Dirt Talk. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Chasing a dollar And in between sips of coffee He poured this wisdom out Said if you want my two cents I'm making a dollar count Buy dirt Find the one you can Alright, buy dirt, I love it Dirt Talk's brought to you by our friends Jill and Ann At buybastropproperty.com Their passion for small town and country living Makes them uniquely suited For helping you find the perfect place Away from the big city And if you need to sell that place in the big city they can help you with that too jill loves getting to know their clients and is relentless in her efforts in finding the perfect place Ann's business law and paralegal background assures you all of the real estate puzzle pieces fit nothing makes them happier than a happy client buy bassdropproperty.com and you better together so um i was reading an article this week and and something that we talk about on the show about dirt all the time. It's about conservation easements and conservation uh, programs. And I had the state out looking at, uh, at uh, my ponds again this week and looking at ways to build a pond or better ponds. And I don't qualify. But um, there was a new uh, Honey Creek Spring Ranch was a, is a new uh, project by Texas Parks and Wildlife. It's a new park 
that was donated. Um, and it says that Texas Parks and Wildlife Farm and Ranch Lands Conservation Program and uh, NRCS's Agricultural Conservation Easement Program worked with the landowners to apply for funding for a conservation easement. And the purpose of a conservation easement is keeping agricultural land in the family, protecting our nation's best agricultural soils for grasslands, preserving wildlife habitat, protecting biodiversity while sequestering carbon and reducing greenhouse gases. This program helps keep working lands working, especially in areas experiencing developmental pressure. In other words, if there's a big piece of land that has some biodiversity or some reason for it. And I didn't, I never thought about farmlands and, and, uh, but they do, they work real hard to keep farmlands in place too. And, uh, what didn't make sense to me, the program helps keep working lands, especially, uh, let's see, protecting biodiversity while sequestering carbon and re and reducing greenhouse gases. So you're helping a farm operation that's probably got cattle. And that's such a, that's such a hoax. The amount of gases that come out of that I whole know. operation. It's, it's dumb, but, but you know, if they're planting trees and, and you and I, you and I can have a that. different, different look on this whole thing. Like you've had everybody state county, all these different programs and you you've lined them up to come out and look at things and give advice and, and all that kind of stuff. I have kind of a different view. Like I don't want on my place. And I think different people have different goals and objectives with a piece of property. Right. I don't want anybody yeah. out on my place to tell me this is right. Or this is wrong. Like my gates closed. You can call me. You know what I mean? I kind of have that. Well, everybody stuff. that comes out to my place is invited. I assure you with a, right. And right. I'm intentionally you be careful to get they, a question answered. Yeah. Be careful. You let the government in there. It's yeah. just <clears throat> typical. Cody. Made, That's <laughs> all. Gold Stay away. Maybe maybe gold flying your tree you, and then you're I done. I guarantee you they know what your property looks like they know what buildings you got they now do you got to let them in to see your buildings no you do not no right. you do not you do not got to let the tax man on the property but they have satellite views and they have so much technology today on finding out stuff that uh, you know i mean you just got to think it through a little bit but i can tell you that a piece of dirt in the country is worth everything. And Jill and Ann at buybastropproperty.com, I talk to them every week. We talk to them every week about dirt and what's going on and what are what is the next opportunity. And there's no better investment than a piece of dirt in the country. And, um, and I'll tell you what, you could give me everything I owned in the city back and I'd turn around and sell it again. To stay where I'm at and be in the country. So buybastropproperty.com. Jill and Ann, go, go talk to our friends over there. Beefsteak, what you got over there? Today, don't let success go to your heads and don't let failure go into your hearts. 
Okay. All right. Okay. I, I can live All with right. that. Uh huh. I can live with that. Romans 12, 12, be happy in your hope. Stand your ground when in, when you're in trouble and devote yourselves to prayer. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Uh, same place. Uh, actually, no, I will not be in the same place. I'll be in Kentucky next Sunday. So Yeah, and I'll be in Florida. Great. Great. Going to be a good Going right. to be a good all right. Hey, folks, this week, I want to encourage you to get the kids off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds, the trees, heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. If you're looking for a hunting and fishing program for a little boy, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Hey, guys, if you want to start a hunting and fishing program in your church, a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. We'll walk you through it. If you need a good speaker at one of your men's gatherings or an event, Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. We'd be happy to come and speak at your event. If you are looking to donate cars, vehicles, land, or cash to uh, to help the Kids Outdoor Zone get kids outside, just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. All right, that's it for us this week. We're headed to church. Find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere and enjoy it. Uh, after all, it all belongs to the big guy anyway. That's it for me, TJ Graney, Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, and Road Rash. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse for 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Now, regulators, let's mount up. But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife for $43, my friend. Thanks, Baylor. I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause the country boy can survive Country folks can survive Cause you can't stop us out and you can't make us run But when the old boys raise on shotgun We say grace and we say man And you ain't into that California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can skin a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive.